The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Everybody and welcome to another fascinating episode of the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the, the one lovely and the Sharon. only, the one and the only, the <laughs> oh, lovely sorry. Sharon, the lovely Sharon, the lovely Sharon. <laughs> so welcome everybody. Hopefully everyone's doing well. Uh, yep. I'm going to tell you real quick how to subscribe to this thing that we're doing. By the way, if you're keeping track, this is episode 101. Yep. Uh, but here's how you subscribe. www.jmtalk.net is where you go to subscribe and listen on the fly. Listen to the 24-7 stream and have a bunch of fun. That's the website. You can also find us on TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter and Instagram at JM Talk Radio. So there's the business. There's the business, Sharon, right out of the gate. Yep. Very quickly dispensed of. Um, so we can move on. I do want to advise everybody, if you're listening, that we are based out of the state of Delaware. So I do want to assure all the listeners that might be listening that if you listen to our podcast, you do not have to quarantine for 14 days. Right. So that is an advantage to us. If you come to Delaware and you leave Delaware, you have to quarantine for 14 days, but not by just by listening to our show. Well, I mean, you're right. <laughs> That's the strange thing because right. in the past week, and I know this might be a surprise to you because you know uh, the lovely Sharon uh, ignores news. I wish I could do that. I do. I I wish I had the strength. <laughs> but I want I I get my news from you, as everyone knows, and I get my news from Facebook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. But. but in the past couple of days, we talked about last week how New York, New Jersey, and the city of Philadelphia. Right. Has put us on the redheaded stepchild list. So if you <laughs> are from those three areas and you come here to Delaware and go back home to where you belong, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Now, nobody's doing that. And uh, in the last couple of days, more states, and I'm talking about even states that are out like further west, more states are adding Delaware right? to the list. Like, we're... Like, there's like eight states that are getting hit really hard, and guess what one of them is not? Delaware. Delaware. Delaware is not one of the worst hit states right now, yet. We are on the list. We're on I the, don't get it. We're on the shame on you list. Right. The bad boy list. <laughs> so, I don't know, but listening to, the podcast, listening to this podcast will, A, make you smarter, B, will not force you into a 14-day quarantine. Exactly. After you're done listening. So that's the good news. <laughs> and speaking of good news, I have got a whammy of a hero this week coming up in the last segment. So you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, a whammy. Probably if we were to hold annual um, annual 
if we were to do an annual pick right now from everything that we've done all year, then this one would win. So stay tuned for that. So, um, okay, let's get into some stuff then. Okay, let's do that. So the other day, I was going to work, as you know. As I know. And I passed an accident, which happened just out front of one of our properties. I remember. And I said to you, I went to work and went into work and I told the gang at work and I said, now let's take bets, which we didn't take bets. I said, let's take bets to see (laughs) how long before the call comes in that somebody needs footage pulled because I'm the IT director and I pull footage when they need footage. Right. Because a lot of our properties have cameras placed in such a unique way that the police are always coming to us and asking us if if they're going to take a look at our footage. Yep, yep, yep. It was like five minutes. I was two bites into my breakfast and the phone rang. <laughs> so what's interesting was our, uh, it, I thought that it was one of our, or more than one of our uh, of our employees, and it wasn't. Um, the only involvement was these two non-related parties collided, and when the one hit the other and spun it around, it kind of like tapped yeah. uh, our work van, which was waiting to pull out. Right. So, so uh, after I get there, I pull the video, the police looks at the video, and then the police officer is explaining to them how the citations are going. going. And the, I don't know who's who in this group, but the one guy was arguing with the police officer. He was saying that when I made my turn, there were no, there was no cars. So... In my head, because I, you know, I have an, I, I have that investigativeness about me. Right. So in my head, I'm starting to put together this picture of what happened. So when you made the turn, there was no cars around. So being that, as you turned, you hit this car. Yeah. So the car had to have been m- there. Must have time traveled from another dimension and oh. come through the portal at the exact second that this guy was making the turn and there was no cars there. There you go. It is the only explanation. There you go. I don't know if Judge Judy will buy it. <laughs> but it's the only explanation I can come up for for some, come up with for somebody sitting there arguing that there were no cars when I turned. I you know, I don't know. Uh probably more like he was speeding and did one of those quick looks and turn and just made the turn without really paying attention well, honestly, to who was there. Honestly, the video did not really show evidence of speeding. So the guy that you would think would would would, would be cited for speeding was it was actually going to be a citation for failure to yield, uh, uh. even though he was pleading pleading his case that nobody was there. But you know that just sounds like it sounds like an argument falling on deaf ears. Like, you're going to be able to convince somebody that nobody was there. Because one of the right. things that people have forgotten. Look at me. I'm trying to look at you, but uh, the <laughs> studio is kind of skewed right now. Okay. <laughs> right, hold on a second. Let me. There you go. Let me do this. Let me move the mouse. Okay. Let me bring my leg up here. And then turn this this way. And then turn this that way. <laughs> so, the. Now, where was I? You don't even know. Yeah, you were talking about the footage, and he didn't yield. I don't have anyone here to say this in my ear. This is what you were talking about. Babe, I just told you what we were talking about. uh, So, failure to yield. Right. 
uh, the argument right. on deaf ears. Right. Like, the cop wasn't going to believe him anyway. Yeah. When you're Here it is. When you're driving a vehicle, people have forgotten that you have to be in control 100% of the time. No, Absolutely. I, accidents happen. That's why they're called accidents, right? Right. Accidents happen, but you are supposed to be in control. And it's just the way it is. Right. It's one exactly. of those cases where, look, you're going to get a citation. You did hit the guy. Yep. Doesn't matter whether you saw him, didn't see him, he was there, he was not there. He obviously was there. Yep. And so what I saw when the guy was arguing, pleading his case that nobody was there, was somebody else failing to take responsibility for something that they did. Exactly. It happens all the time these and, days. Yeah, and it, it's, it's become too commonplace Yeah. in yeah. society, this mentality of, I, haven't, I didn't do anything. Right. Wasn't my fault. Right, exactly. It was the cop's fault. He gave me a ticket. <laughs> so, I have um, I have another story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> well, tell me. And this story, you already know it. Uh, Do I? But I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell the, the listeners. Okay. So I have a, if you, if you don't know, I, I have a computer business and... I didn't know that. I know you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, how do you think we afford this luxury home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a call last week, uh, a voicemail, and uh, it's on an old Google telephone line that I used to use. Now I have a, a, a more official line. Right. And um, I didn't even know this number was still out there active, anywhere. Right, or yeah. active, right. Because, right, in right. fact, in order for me to receive the voicemail, I had to reactivate the line. Yeah, exactly. Which you but didn't. I, but I'm looking for business. Right. No, I let the line die because we got the new line. Right, exactly. So the... <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't bring any tea. My tea's empty. Oh, you want me to go get it for you? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yes. So we are... So I get this. Um, I, some of my water. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm Are fine. you sure? We're gonna run out of time if I don't tell this story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so um, Google doesn't do a good job translating voicemail to text. It does okay. So what I got first was the email that shows me all the text that it translated, and it didn't make sense. And then I listened to the voicemail, and it didn't make much more sense. I have a serious problem. I have no idea how to handle. It. I really need to talk to you. You need to fix this. Okay, so. I leave a message because I called back, left a message. No one picked up, so I left a text. Right. And, um, you know, uh, let me know what's going on, this and that. They sent, they call and leave another voicemail and say that um, I have to talk to Joel because it's too much for me to put in a text. Right. And I'm like, wow, this must be some computer issue, right? Yeah, yeah. So I call the lady back and I say, hello, beep, this is Joel, you know, from Dollar. Yeah. And she proceeds to tell me her problem. Okay. That she has fingerprints, handprints, mouth prints, faces, noses, eyes, mouths, all over her floor, all over her ceiling, all over her walls. Oh, ever mouth. Oh. Yeah. And um, every time, Molly, relax. Relax, baby dolls. Every time that she calls someone to come over and look at what's going on. 
uh-huh. it magically all disappears. Wow. All the fingerprints and mouth prints and yeah. nose prints and, and faces. And f- and they all disappear when someone yeah. comes over. And she Wow. Um, I, I tried to explain her. I said, um, that this is a computer service, computer repair service. Right. And um Stop. she tells Stop. me again about what's going on in this Yeah. In her house. And she's she's frightened and I so I I mean, I'm not a ruthless you know, guy. So I, I, right. I said, well, maybe you should call the police. Uh, yeah, Which right. apparently she did. And they told her she was crazy. And she has to have footage before she calls him again. Wow. So. I, I Hence the reason she was calling you to get footage. No. Oh. I don't know why she was calling me. In fact, it was advised to me that I check my Facebook and make sure it wasn't hacked and put uh, Ghostbusters instead of PC specialists <laughs> or something. Right. I explained to her wow. five different times during the course of the conversation right. that we were a repair service, computer repairs. And um, I told her, I said, I, I, I think your problem's a little deeper than my service can handle. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was dumbfounded by this. I, I don't understand how she expected you to be able to get rid of her ghosts with computers. I don't know. I I, I just don't, no, don't understand that. What I really think is that she thought that it was a different service. I And I don't know how. Delaware Valley Tech Rescue is the name of the business. Um, yeah. All right. So. What I think really happened was the cheese slid off the cracker. <laughs> is what I think. And. <laughs> well. Woo. What I think is. She saw um, Delaware Valley. She didn't see tech, as in technology, of rescue. Okay. So she was calling you to rescue her from these entities in her house. Well, when you say it that way, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, but still. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't done any ghost busting for years. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I offered the best advice I could, which was get some help. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I and I felt more help that you could I have felt provided. Bad. She said yeah. that she said that the guy doing it is very smart. Oh. And now he's frosted all her windows so she can't see out. Wow. But they'll unfrost when the person gets there. I don't know. She didn't offer that up and I was oh. not asking. Okay. So, hmm. it took me. It, it was funny because I said, "You know what? Let me take. Let me just do this call." Right. Between, I was going from one place to another, so I was going to be in the car. Had my hands free in my ear. I'm like, "Let me just call and see what's up." <laughs> Established, uh, you know. <laughs> and oh, I, you know, I, I, yes, I, I sort of wish I, I, I didn't make that call. Right. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, I always, I have a natural reason for being concerned about phone calls that come in because like the google number is a voip number right right it's a virtual number right so is the actual business number okay it is still a voip number right and now not so much on this one because the the new number barely rings okay but the google number the other reason i want to get rid of it is because it is nothing but robo calls and sales calls 
Okay. And it's not necessarily trying to sell me something that my business can use. These are virtual numbers. They've been right. on lists for a while. They just right. keep getting swapped around. So everybody and their mother, every scammer, salesperson, and gigolo in the free world calls these numbers. Right. And, uh, I mean, it's bad enough that the people who uh, handle my non-existent extended car warranty are calling me four times a day. I, oh, my God. I get them too. They're so annoying. I one of these days I want to press one and mess with them, but and then but then I go, I don't have the time for this. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. So So yeah, if you call me if you have computer related technical issues. Okay? Yep. Not things going bump in the night. And Bloody Marys coming out of your mirrors. I, I I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I do, but I do. I did feel bad for her. It was local. It was three or two anyway. Right. But there's just nothing I can do. Just nothing. So. Yeah, your psychology degree lapsed. It's funny though, because everyone in college has to take psychology. I know. I loved it. Well, that explains a lot. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, before we hop out of here on a break, which I really need because I need tea. I need something to... Uh, uh, wet your whistle. Wet my whistle, massage right. the vocal cords. <laughs> um, okay. Or I'm going to start sounding like other people here. Uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to sound like... You just like, need a drink. We'll leave it at that. Right. Well, I'll start sounding like that VJ on the 80s channel you don't like. Which one is oh, it? Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, I can't think of it's her name. It's the chick. I don't know. Wow. Anyway, uh, later on in the program, stick around because New Honor the Hero, uh, which is a good one, New Wombat of the Week. If we have time, one last thing. And um, that's all coming up later on on the podcast. All right. So we'll be back. After this quick break, this is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com Welcome back folks to the program it's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon and uh, we are glad that you are with us. We appreciate you sticking in. Um, so, as we're coming back from break, I'm trying to load my Facebook because, you know, going to the Joel's saved file. Right. <laughs> because I want to talk about, and I want to thank uh, my sister Terry for submitting this um, for comedic value. 
Okay. Uh, of course, I have to find the dang thing. <laughs> uh, that's here we go. Doesn't have comedic value till you find it. Well, now it has comedic value because okay. I found it. Oh, okay. Cool. So uh, apparently, they're not murder hornets. Now, a lot of this I'm going to read from the story. I did read the story, but I don't. I don't know how I can read verbatim this. There's a statue in Maine. Okay. Okay, and. Um, it is the statue of. It's in Brownfield, Maine. Okay. And it's the statue that that was erected to honor Daniel Bean, the first soldier that lost his life or lost the first soldier to lose their life from Brownfield during the Civil War. Um, and the statue has been standing firm in the town. Okay. For over a century. Really. Standing firm. It was erected. Yep. For that purpose, and it's been standing firm ever since. Okay. So you're picking up on the keywords? Standing firm, I get you. Okay. So, not murder hornets, okay, but uh, never heard of these either. Bald-faced hornets. Have you ever heard of this, Sharon? A bald-faced hornet? Bald-faced hornets piece together a nest, as hornets do, but this time they picked a location on a statue that's raising some eyebrows in the town of Brownfield. No way. Yes. <laughs> um, I already can imagine. <laughs> so, um, a lady by the name of Susan Hayes Whalen shared the picture on Facebook. Uh, and the pictures speak a thousand words when it comes to the enhancements that the Hornets made to the statue. Oh, can um, I? Show me, show me. Yes. So apparently, I'm going to show Sharon, and of course, we'll post the link in the pictures as well. Let me see if I can make this. Let me see if I can make this bigger. And <laughs> and here's the other thing. They no ma- pun intended. They make now. Sharon gets first look at this. Okay. They make very interesting shaped nests. <laughs> oh my goodness. So they they. They, oh, they put Lord. a nest right in the private area of this statue, <laughs> and uh, it, you know, looks like a dangling participle coming off of the... A very thin, small... Of, oh, yeah. Um, dangling participle. <laughs> so, but nevertheless, a dangling participle. Right? Oh, that's too funny. So, um, interesting. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, I've never heard of... And excuse me, I'm going to take a drink of my spring water here. Complete with sound effects. <laughs> um, i never heard of bald-faced hornets. And now, as much as I don't like bees, and I am allergic to most, right. um, I, have this, I have this strange fascination that I want to learn more about them because it says, although this nest isn't all that big... Right. The article goes on to say that a bald-faced hornet can spin a, web, uh, a a nest so large that sometimes it can only be destroyed using explosives. Okay, so this is an actual... Ooh. Oh, God, is it that bad? No. I can't really see anything. That's but. a... Here. That's a bald-faced hornet. Can you enhance that? Because you know, it, you know what it looks like. It almost looks like a Mandalorian Hornet from Star Wars. That's crazy. All of a sudden, I'm imagining dan 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 
Look at it. I mean, that's crazy. That is. The way the white is on it. You'll have to send that to me, and I'll post a picture of that also on Facebook so people can see what we're looking at. Okay. Um, That's too funny, though. I mean, they're... I'm not saying they're good-looking. They're ugly. But that design on the face is cray-cray. I know. Cray-cray to the max, y'all. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no that's way. That's looking down at it. Yeah. See, it's almost like you see a bee, no matter what color it is, you, I know it's a bee, and I'm out. Right. And yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Molly, our security system, likes, uh, to, eat likes to chomp at bumblebees in midair. Right. And she got stung on the nose once, right? Yes, yeah, she yeah. did. She got stung on the bridge of her nose <laughs> she was playing with bumblebees. <laughs> like that Well, we forever. say bumblebees. As I understand it, bumblebees don't sting. But she got yeah the by big a bee, bumblebees. So. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't so much a bumblebee as it was a a bee, a bee with a stinger that said "Leave yeah. me alone" and like slapped her on the nose with the stinger. I know, right? They did. And I and I picture that in my head as a cartoon, like a bee just coming up and slapping <laughs> right. her in the nosey with the stinger. Okay. So yeah, so um, so according to the article here, it says so while it's not Michelangelo's David, it certainly is something. Uh. And it's calling it Hornet Art, and yet another surprise delivered to us in the year 2020 that we most certainly were not expecting. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, thanks to my sister for sending that I don't know how we in. didn't hear about it sooner. I don't know. Well, we don't... Well, that's the thing. For the same reason, Sharon, that we are always looking for heroes, uh-huh. everyday heroes, right. and everyday stupid people, because this is something that's probably going viral on Maine. It's from a Maine radio station's website. True. All right. So So we're not gonna like and that's where the value of Terry sending this in. Gotcha. You, you know, so a listener happens to be my sister, sent it in. And that's the kind of stuff that I wish happened more often because we can take well you know, we can use that for show fodder to discuss these things that come out of the smaller uh you know arenas. News arenas. Okay, so a question was posed um, do bald-faced hornets um, eat honeybees? What? Yes. I hope N- not. Nearly five times the size of a typical honeybee, the bald-faced hornet, it only takes a small number of giant hornets to wipe out an entire honeybee colony. Now... I mean, I, I, can I put that in a little bit of perspective? It is said. It is said that one giant hornet can kill roughly forty bees a minute. Well, but let me put that in a little bit more perspective for you. Okay. Um, although that's it's a bigger hornet than your typical bee. Yeah. A honeybee is not that big to begin with. Oh no, I knew that. So, I know I mean, they're honey small, are, but are small. Right, but they're coming back though. That's and that's a good thing. Last year they said that the you know because they were going to be extinct and they were worried about the entire ecosystem because of this. Right, but they've turned it around. Right, they've turned their feet around. As long as the bald-faced hornets aren't around them, then or the murder yeah. hornets. Yeah, but since we're on the to- topic of insects, okay, I want to, I want to talk about last night. Uh, my big job last night was to get the entire yard trimmed. Yes. Yes, and um, and then and then I did, and then some I did, mm-hmm. but you had said, or let me come out and you teach me how to use the gasoline trimmer, right? Which I'm not opposed to doing, but you were tired, you were exhausted, you mowed the lawn, you did the shopping, you did all this stuff. 
Okay. So I didn't push that issue. But while I was out there, I can now tell you. I could have told you last night, but I forgot. I can now confirm that last night of any night would have been the wrong night to teach you how to use that gas trimmer. Why? Because those little tiny brown baby mantises that we've been seeing all over oh, the deck are no. grown up a little bit, and they're green, and they're jumping all over the lawn. Oh, no. But you mm-hmm. must you must have done the grass a little more midday. It's, yeah, yeah. Be- like, that, that would make sense because... Um, well, no, it was about 10.30. Yeah, they were, they were like small flights and jumping. I was like, I was like, first I was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, Ugh. I mean, you know, I'll... I'll oh. get it out of your way for you when you yeah. encounter it, like when we found one in the in the I'll, RV. I'll sell my mower on eBay, but you, so I don't have to mow the lawn. Yeah, okay. Before I deal with you, those had one things. on the handle of your car, an adult, and, and you didn't sell the car yet. Well, I didn't have to deal with it. You're like these people that were going to move out of the country if Trump was elected. You no, say you're going to sell. That's, no, no, no. <laughs> I never said that. But what I did say, though, if I if I see another. Praying manas, I'm gonna have to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. Reminds me of a joke. Did you hear about? Did you hear about the uh, uh, the male manas that went to the bar? He was drinking at the bar all night. No. The bartender comes up to him and says, "It's closing time. You want another?" And the manas says, "Ah, I might as well. The wife's just gonna bite my head off anyway when I go home." <laughs> 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 so last night was just not the night for you. Right. And I don't know what happened. Like, we don't usually see them around here, but they you do see them when you do. They are later in the day, dusk. I mean, I have seen them out there at night when I was walking Molly, like just hanging out on the house. But I don't know. I've never seen. Not like this year. I've never I've either. never seen as many. First of all, I've never seen a baby praying mantis. Me neither. Ever. It's like looking at a baby Groot. They're tiny and brown. I know. And I'm, but, I'm like, hey. And he's like, I am Mantis. <laughs> but I've seen a ton of them this year. And I don't like it. I'm going to be afraid to go outside. Uh, I hope not. I'm not kidding. I'm, and I'm not the kind of person to play that game like in Night of the Living Dead. They're coming for you, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> when the zombies actually start coming after Barbara. Right. <laughs> but I, I won't go outside if, if the praying mantises get that bad. Well, how are you supposed to go anywhere? I guess I won't. Or I'm going to need to order a full bee suit. <laughs> you know what I'd be interested in? <laughs> On Amazon. I would be interested in knowing what... Those, I mean, there's a phobia for everything. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I want to know what the phobia is for that. What praying mantis phobia is. Or does that fall into insect phobia of some sort? Because I have, I have pretty much a phobia of every other insect. Right. They Except just creep me out. Manises, you have, do you That's have not a what I'm saying. What oh, I'm saying okay. is, you know, you take care of every all other bug. the bug issues yeah. that I have. So the least I can do is get rid of, shoot them away, or you know, whatever. Yeah, and I do appreciate that. No, oh, I appreciate what you do. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you more. No, I appreciate you more. As we're sitting here, I am writing TikTok video scripts in my head. Really? It has nothing to do with manises. Don't worry. I'm just saying. 
Because I, you know, like I want to tell you the ideas I have, and you're like, no, don't tell me. I don't know. It's an insect phobia. So it's called, a general insect yeah. phobia. It's called entomophobia. 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 Wow. And it's E N T O M O P H I B A. So entomo. Uh, uh, screw it. So entomophobia. The definition is it is a is an excessive or irrational fear of insects. This fear stems from disgust or revulsion associated with the appearance, activity, or number of insects. Yeah, that would be accurate. Yeah. Do you know why I'm afraid of praying mantises? I have such a fear of them. Uh, do you want to share? I do. Because I really don't know. You never really told me. Okay. I think I did, but you may not remember. Um, I was, I'd say, between five and seven years old. And a praying mantis was on my shirt. And I couldn't get it off. You did tell me this story. And so... so you just had this fear that it wouldn't leave. Yeah, and it, that's it they wouldn't have, like, come off. And, and I just freaked out. Like, freaked out. <laughs> Started screaming and everything. So, that is where my fear from praying mantis has come from. Wow. Yeah. So, how did you resolve the issue, though? Did it just finally fly away, or...? Um, I I think one of my brothers came over and got it away from me, or... Because I think they have, like... I think that's what happened. I think they have, like, toilet plungers on their feet, so they can, like, <laughs> stick the things. I'm telling you, this thing was massive. It was so big. It was, like, its head was this big. Wait a minute. So, uh, this is... And that's the one that was on your shirt when you were a child? Yes, when so I was that's the same child. one, apparently, that was on the side of the house when you were mowing, a couple, like, two months ago. It might have been, because the head was, like, this big. You said, I mean, so you can imagine how big the body was. So the head was as big as Molly. The big as Molly. The head alone was as big as Molly. Were you filming a 50s science fiction movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was coming home from school. And what's I was interesting put, and is... I, was on, I had a pretty dress on. But what's interesting is, you love the movie Aquaman. Oh, I love him. Okay, and you know that the pirate in that movie, his name is Black Mantis. Right, but that's from the, um, the not praying mantis, but it's from the mantis, the mantas in the sea. Well, I will tell you this. I share your fear of praying mantises in one way. In the game arc, Survival Evolved, okay. the prehistoric mantis is the size of this house. <laughs> Ugly as sin, and uh, you don't want to mess with it. Right. Or eat your head off. Yeah. So, FYI, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm telling you, you know, like, I'm not going to do ARC, I tell right? you. And I play it with um, our son in law. Yeah. And if he's not available and I'm like, well, I'll go on there and get some stuff built and everything, I'm telling you, it, there is, there is a, um, there's a feeling when you know you're on a server alone with all these animals. Like, I mean, when we're all yeah. there together, if we get attacked, yeah. we can typically, the both of us and our animals, fight mm -hmm. off whatever, whatever. But when you're by yourself and then you have headphones on, so when you hear the noises in the distance, you get to learn what noises are what oh. animal. It's creepy, and I never, ever last a long time when I'm like, oh, I'll just go on and kick it around for a while. Yeah. And I'm back out of the office like 10 minutes later. You're like, what's up? I'm like, <laughs> I bunk can't that. Right? I can't do it. Not doing it. I just can't do it. <laughs> so, no way. Mm -mm -mm. 
Yeah, so y'all learned a little bit about me. Yeah, there you go. And my... 101 episodes, then we're starting to learn a little bit more about you. Yep. <laughs> and that's how long it takes, apparently. Uh, programming note before we uh, hit the break. Um, uh, we will... Uh, let's see, this podcast is dropping on um, the 19th? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the yeah pod, today yeah. is the So 16th, the 26th, right. will, there will not be a drop. And so if you listen to the uh, podcast and syndication on any of our great networks, Reality One Radio, Star FM, uh, uh, I, I'm just uh, WON 920, the Apple in New York, or in our Canadian affiliates up there, uh, on uh, SRN One, they will be airing some other episode out of syndication. Oh, okay. Um, while we take a little bit of a break. Okay. Because man, a hundred and one episodes. Man, my arms are tired. I know. <laughs> I hear you. So because I keep here. holding you up, and you're like, and so my arms are more tired. Are you staying or are you going? For uh, I don't know. What I am I doing? Either. I don't know. Well, we'll see if she comes back after the break. Are you coming back? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, for the first time... I'm kind of afraid now that we talked about praying mantises. <laughs> I'm kind of spooked out. So, like, for the first time out. ever since you joined the podcast, I am not going to say it's time to say goodnight and goodbye, Sharon. I'm not going to say that because we don't know. But anyway, we're going to get out of here take a break. We have one bat of the week coming up. We have Honor Thy Heroes. It's a great one. And if time permits, we're going to do one last thing. And that's all coming up on the 101st episode all right. Of the Joel Mahalik Show. Featuring the lovely Sharon. Don't go anywhere. Be Good right night, back. Sharon. <laughs> After this. <laughs> you brat. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. It's the third stretch of the program, and apparently the lovely Sharon was not kidding at the tail end there when she said go Sharon. She was out of here. Uh, so that is fine. Uh, she's off and running and getting things done for our break. And uh, so it's you, and it's me, and we have a couple things on this segment that we usually do. So if you're new to the program, I want to share with you. Uh, some things we do here, we do the Wombat of the Week segment, which is where we uh, we sort of honor, if you will, for lack of a better way of putting it, uh, stupid people that do stupid things and wind up in the news. We'll tell you how you can get involved in all these segments, too. Uh, we also do an Honor Thy Heroes segment where we honor everyday heroes who do extraordinary things for their common fellow man. And don't we need that these days? And then, of course, if time permits, one last thing, and that's just whatever, really. It's whatever I choose to want to discuss with you on the way out the door, the proverbial door, uh, the back door of the podcast. 
Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to tell you how you can get involved in these. We're going to start off. How do we usually start off? We usually start off with the Wombat of the Week. Uh, now, as I said, this is stupid people doing stupid things and they wind up in the news. So, if you want to get involved, you can. You can visit us on Facebook at JM Talk and send us a direct message. Or you can email us at Joel Mahalik Show. No. Joel Mahalik Radio at gmail.com. Send us the link and we'll be glad to... Um, Oh, the alarm system's about to go off. And we will talk about, uh, we'll put them on the air. As I said, for lack of a better word, we're going to display their antics. Molly, that's uncalled for. The show has literally gone to the dogs. So that's how you get involved. Send us the link across Facebook or you know through the uh, PM uh, or uh, send it to our email and uh, we'd love to have it. But this week, here is our Wombat of the Week. This week, we're talking about a man who was arrested for swimming in the Bass Pro Shop's fish tank down in Louisiana. So, um, this happened in Bossier City, Louisiana. A man arrested after a video surfaced of him, him swimming in a giant fish tank at a Bass Pro Shop store in Louisiana. This, according to KSLA. Kevin Wise was charged on June 29th with criminal tra- criminal damage to property after the video emerged on social media showing him swimming in the tank. I'm sorry, I'm drinking water as we go because my voice is trashed today. All the talking I do at work. Um, local shopper Treasure McGraw, there's a name for you, capture, who captured the now viral footage, um, Told the uh, told the newspaper she was admiring the fish when she noticed a big splash and then saw a man swimming. The guy was shouting and celebrating that he was doing something that everyone always wanted to do. Now, interestingly enough, I've never looked at the beautiful fish tanks at Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's and said to myself, "Hey, I've always wanted to jump into that fish tank and get arrested." Um. She said that he jumped out of the tank, leaving his mask and hat behind, and ran through the store and out of the door. And his shoes were squeaking with every step. I don't know how that's relevant, but okay. Uh, McGraw shared her footage on Facebook on June 25th. And um, she put a caption on it. Today in the news, this guy decided to go swimming with the fish. And now it's been seen 269,000 plus times. So just before the dive, Wise posted a video to his TikTok account in which he told followers of his intent to go swimming in the tank, urging his audience to help him go viral. Wise has since posted several videos related to the Bass Pro Shop's swimming incident, including one of him, one of them claiming to have lost his job because of the prank. Uh, and then he exclaimed in the video, TikTok fame is on the way. Now... Uh, as you know, or don't know, the uh, uh, the show is on TikTok because I'm doing some TikTok videos, just some anecdotes and dad jokes and stuff like that. And we have a couple original things that we're working on, little uh, one to two minute scripts and doing some stuff. But I'm not expecting fame from it. I mean, honestly, I do look at some videos on TikTok and then I look over and I go, how did they get 41.7 thousand v- uh, views or likes? Uh, uh, you're slicing a grilled cheese sandwich in half. You know, I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe I should go on TikTok 
And maybe the way to get a lot of views on TikTok is maybe if I start separating crowns out of a box of 64 and arranging them on a table. I don't know, but it, it, it's insane. So, um, but no, I, 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 I'm not looking for fame as much as I'm looking for a way to connect with more people who maybe want to know about this podcast. But I've never, ever said, hey, I'm going to dive into a Cabela's fish tank. And in the back of my mind right now, I'm hearing my daughter saying, Dad, Cabela's doesn't have fish tanks, just Bass Pro Shops does. Because, you know, Bass Pro Shops bought out Cabela's. So I'm just going to think, there's got to be one somewhere that has a fish tank. And they are beautiful fish tanks. Where was I? And you know what? I think I think Cabela's does because yeah, I went to the Cabela's in Maine with when Dad was still alive. Remember? They do. Yeah. Are you sure? Positive. I don't recall seeing it, but yeah. the one in that town in Maine that's off of ninety five um, had such a large fish tank, and it, like it weaved through parts of the store, and it was really nice. See, so Sharon's getting her kicks in without a microphone. That's what's going on. So if you're seeking TikTok fame, I don't know if getting arrested, was he arrested? Yeah, I I don't know about getting arrested and losing your job over it to get TikTok fame, unless you're absolutely positively know that that TikTok fame is going to pay your bills. Then go for it, I guess. So if I find the video, I can guarantee Mr. Kevin Wise of one thing. I will not share it to give you any virality out of it, if that's the right word. And if it's not, it is now. Um, so, you, sir, are the Wombat of the week here on the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. And thank you. Now, take your crown and um, go jump in a lake. <laughs> you like that for a cap on that one? All right, more water. Okay, folks. Moving on, I told you I have a really good Honor Thy Heroes recipient this week, and I really, 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 really do. And in the same way that if you want to send me Wombats of the Week, you can also send this Everyday Heroes. can be anybody. can be a police officer, firefighter. It doesn't have to be. could be your next-door neighbor. could be a story that you saw in your little weekly or yeah, weekly gazette in your little small town. Things that we wouldn't normally see. And we'll take them. They uh, they are what make up the foundation of this segment called Honor Thy Heroes. I'm, I'm losing my voice very quickly. <laughs> so, in other words, so go ahead and send it across Facebook at JM Talk or send us an email at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com and send us the link to the news story so we can have all the details and pictures and everything else. And um, so today... Uh, We want to honor a six-year-old hero. Maybe the youngest hero that we've honored. I would have to check, go back and check, because we did have another child not too, too long ago. However, this week, out of Cheyenne, Wyoming, and I'm sure you probably saw this story, okay, we are talking about... Um, six-year-old Bridger Walker is his name, and he's being hailed as a hero 
uh, by the family and others because he saved his sister's life by standing between her and a charging dog. That's right. He ended up suffering multiple dog bites to his head, to his face, and I believe his hands. Uh, We'll get to that as I go through the story. But here is the crux of it. His aunt, Nikki Walker, uh, said that after he was bitten, he grabbed his sister's hand and ran for safety. But he stood between, when he saw the dog charging, he stood between his sister and the dog, and reportedly he has received more than 90 stitches for his injuries. And here's the thing. If it's not enough for you to know that this little child is a hero for being six years old and stepping between his sister and a charging dog to protect his sister, let me just tell you, let me just tell you what he said to his aunt. When he was asked why he did it, he said, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me and not his sister. His sister being... Uh, it doesn't say, but his sister is a little younger than him. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a six-year-old boy taking that respond, that level of responsibility on his shoulders? So uh, we have a recent update from his aunt on Instagram. She says, I just finished visiting with Bridger at his home. His wounds are uh, looking so much better. He's in great spirits, and his awesome personality is intact. He cannot smile too widely yet. But he was grinning as I read some of the comments to him from Instagram. I'd also like to mention here that the dog's owners are really great people. Can't turn the pages fast enough. Um, And they have been nothing but kind to Bridger and to uh, his family. We feel no resentment toward them at all. And if anything, there has only been an increase of love between our families as a result of the incident. How amazing is that? Um... So, incredible. Now, also what I wanted to add was Bridger's, uh, his bravery of doing this caught the attention of several celebrities, including Mark Ruffalo, who Sharon and I like, the Hulk, uh, and other stuff, and Octavia Spencer, who I have no flipping clue who she is. (laughs) But anyway, um, I want to read what Mark Ruffalo uh, wrote to him. Dear Bridger, I just read about what happened to you and I wanted to reach out and say this. People who put the well-beings of others in front of themselves are the most heroic and thoughtful people I know. I truly respect and admire your courage and your heart. Real courage isn't dominating people or fighting against people or walking around like a tough guy. Real courage is knowing what is right to do and doing it even when it might end up hurting you somehow. You are more of a man than many, many I have seen or known. With admiration, Mark Ruffalo. How sweet is that? Um, so, I thought that was really cool. Uh, very cool for on Mark's part. Very well-written letter. And also, uh, his aunt, Nikki Walker, also added that Bridger's family uh, asks anyone who's wondering about a GoFundMe account to instead donate to the Wounded Warrior Project or Mission 22. Can you believe that? They're not even taking donations for his medical costs. Or anything. Bridger is also a huge fan of science and geology in particular. And anyone interested in sending him interest in rocks 
can do so here. And she gives a P.O. box in Cheyenne where you can send rocks if you want to send him something to do that he likes. He likes geology. And this kid sounds amazing already. <laughs> Besides being a hero. Now, uh, we'll post the address um, so you have it on the Facebook page if you want to send rocks uh, to Bridger. So, um, Bridger, you are an amazing young person. I agree 1,000% with what Mark Ruffalo said. Uh, And I would also agree that you have proven to be braver than most men that anyone would know. Um, And you are our show's hero recipient of Honor Thy Heroes. So there you go, and we, we wish you a speedy recovery. And uh, and just amazing what you did for your sister. Amazing. So there you have it, folks. That's the Honor Thy Heroes segment. Remember to send us your wombats and your heroes here to the program so we can keep filling our weeks up with more and more content. That leaves a little bit of time for one last thing. And I really just want to talk about the mask, mask debate, the face mask debate. As we said earlier, a lot of states are seeing some increases now. Of course, that probably lends itself to two things. First of all, you've kept everyone cooped up. It is summer. People are going to try to go out. There's only so long you can keep your thumb on people, I think. I think that's fair to say. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying two wrongs make a right. I'm saying it's a fact. Okay? Um, So people have been cooped up. They want to get out. The other thing is, is testing has been ramped up. And uh, and if you're testing more people, even if they're asymptomatic, they have it, you have positive test results. I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories about test results, uh, at least not now or if ever on this program, but I digress. So there's this debate, and I see it every day on my Facebook feed, uh, my Facebook friends. Um, different people with different beliefs have different beliefs about the face masks. They have different beliefs about the virus, period. Well, guess what? We have now been notified of a second family member. Okay, we just had a family member who survived 89 days hospitalized with COVID. And now we were just alerted yesterday of another family member who just tested positive. So, and the interesting thing is, this family member was doing all the right things, wearing the mask, social distancing, staying home, works from home. I mean, you know, and you're still going to get it. Not you're going to. Your chances are still there. You know, these are basic recommendations, and you should do them. That is correct. But um, so when it comes to the mask debate, you know, I find it hard to get behind the people who preach don't wear the mask. Um, and for all the reasons they say, don't bother wearing it. I mean, I don't know, like, I, I, I think there's still some importance to wearing it. Um, and they say that it's not, not so much to protect you if you don't have it, but if you're asymptomatic, it might protect someone else from you infecting them. And so eight or nine states are having spikes in cases because people are out. They're not doing what has been suggested. You started opening things up and people went batshit crazy. 
So now you have this problem. So seriously, folks, you know, you have to do what they're suggesting so we can get over this hump. We were getting over the hump. And maybe governments in the states should have kept things closed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. But what I'm saying is just wear the mask when you're supposed to. You know, the beach towns here in Delaware are shutting things down again little by little. Why? Because people are not paying attention. I can tell you as we drive through them, no one's wearing masks. So, I mean, I I guess debate all you want, but we can sit here on the podcast and tell you we're now dealing with our second family. Actually, that's not the second family member. This is actually the third family member. Now that I think about it. So you can't sell me on... Um, it almost, to me, it almost negates your rationale about don't bother wearing a mask. Because there's various circumstances as to how that mask is going to help different people. And of all three family members, none of them, I don't think, did anything extraordinary to test positive. So one last thing I just want everybody to know is I think you should wear the mask when you're out in public. Minor inconvenience to maybe get over this problem. Just my kind of view from the center, I guess. And that's one last thing. And if I'm looking at the clock right, and I think I am, it also brings the show to a crash and halt. So I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast this week. I want to remind you that next week, the 26th, there won't be a drop, and the affiliate networks will still be airing in their regular time slots, uh, uh, probably a past show of their choosing or our choosing or however that works, but something will be airing on the, on the affiliates. So remember to visit www.jmtalk.net to subscribe to the podcast, and that way you don't have to worry about missing an episode. You get it delivered right to your device. And you can also do some other stuff on there. Listen to it on the fly. Uh, Also listen to the archive stream 24-7. And also visit us on social media, TikTok and Facebook. We're at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So please, everybody, be safe out there. Love one another. Hug your family members. Check on people. Be safe. And we will catch you on the next episode of the show. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 